this might be how I record all the time. <laughs> 10 feet away? 10 feet away, we get... Uh, hey, the 10 feet away podcast. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel from 10 Feet Away. That's right, Mike, you are you are literally... Uh, 10 to maybe possibly 12 feet away. This is, uh, this is far, yeah. This is far because I have, a, I have a tape measure here that only goes to six feet, and it was, it was, it was extended. We are socially distant. We are socially distant. Mm-hmm. We are we're enjoying a, an outdoor beverage. And you are uh, on a Sunday? Sunday. Post-riot? That's the thing that feels weird. You and I are out by a swimming pool on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. It's... It's it's kind of strange. Oh yeah, because it's we know what, we know what's going on. It, it, just a, our old neighborhood. Yeah, a half hour drive from us, and we're in the midst was, of uh, it. Was in rubble. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, a, it's uh, the weird, weird, weird time. Because we're gonna sit here, we're gonna have a, a beer, and we're gonna record a podcast and, and have a good time and have some laughs, but we're not. Uh, we're not immune to what's going on around us. Even all. last night, I mean, I'm in Santa Monica, and it, right. nothing really happened there last night. Although, like today, there was a, there's a little a protest. Yeah, you know that they, they just shut down uh, some parts of like not near me mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, but uh, I didn't drive by because I tried to avoid it on my way here. Right. But they uh, there was like a party going on next door. Yeah. Last night, you know, just. On Saturday night, there was choppers going overhead. Yep. I there think was, there's something flying overhead right now. Yeah. There's some planes. Yeah. That's a plane. That's a plane. But there was definitely, uh, last night and this morning, choppers a lot, you know, going up and down the beach and in Venice. I'm more worried about Venice than I am in, uh, I don't know. In Santa Monica. But you're right on the border of Santa Monica and Venice. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all weird. I don't know how it's all going to shake out i don't know how it's gonna shake. i mean as it always does it'll just um eventually it's uh it, it's it's exhausting to riot you weren't here <laughs> you missed the uh, la riots it was a 94 yes. right yeah, i came here uh february 95 so yeah i did okay. miss that yeah is this as bad or were you here then no i got here in late 97 but uh my old place that i used to live uh-huh. for the last 10 years or for 10 years they uh that was a hot spot you know went right up la brea and uh all the way up into hollywood at that point you know just and along the way it was just yeah it's crazy a trail of it but there was a lot more businesses i think that was that were damaged then but i, mean, I haven't looked downtown i haven't seen that kind of thing literally if you if anyone listening watched any of the footage from la right where the uh riots were taking place last night that's where uh, Pilar and I lived when uh, Ezra was a uh, was a baby. We were right there, the Grove. Yeah, that was our daily walk. Load I up in the stroller, and yeah, I mean, cr- it's crazy. Like Pilar's like, "What if we still live there?" I'm like, "Well, that would be nuts." But if we did, uh, I go, we would have gotten the car and gone somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't have stayed down in that area. 
I was planning, the, the trouble is I was planning on uh, taking off this week anyway um, to... Um, to go somewhere. A little road trip. little road trip by yourself? Yeah. And uh, just socially distance the hell out of this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I looked into rental cars because my car, it can do fine. It's getting old. Yeah, why put and, those miles on it? Right, and uh, and they were just amazing deals because you know no one's flying in, so all these rental car places are just like just got tons of cars. Twenty bucks a day. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but like even from two days ago to this morning, mm-hmm. the prices have gone up because people are trying. Yeah, to I get think out everybody's. Of town? I think everybody's bugging out. Yeah. Everyone is ready to get out of town. All right. Well, I'm not going anywhere. I've been here 25 years. This is a I'm, nice setup. I mean, this might all, all, even convince uh, Fee Waybill to come here. Uh, oh, you're oh, you're talking about the setup that, uh, right here. We're, we're podcasting. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's um, it's I got like a command center here at the Tiki Bar. <laughs> I do. I can actually I, I can actually control everything much better this way, and I'm standing up than I can standing. when I'm sitting. Because look, I got that control. I can watch where we're recording. If that stops, I know it. And then boom, right there. You know the what music. it looks like? You look, it's a DJ booth. You, looks you, like look, a DJ. you look like a guy in a DJ. Booth. I could put. I got headphones. On, I could put the lights on above me. Yeah, I'm gonna take a photo of you from here <laughs> and say what you look like. You're like international DJ. What would my DJ name be? Oh man, you got to come up with something good. <clears throat> Those guys have the gig, man. I mean, I would. I remember I was in Croatia and this little. There's a little island, and uh, called uh, is it Pog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's like, it's a big summer, of course, resort. And these giant nightclubs, there's like five of them on one strip of beach. And they're only open in the summer. Yeah. They just get all their business done then. And I got there like two days after a, uh, one of the famous, really famous DJs was there. He's uh, oh, kind of, maybe he was seeing Taylor Swift for a while. And mm. produced, he produces too. Yeah. Canadian dude. Yeah. The, these generic these, name. These DJs, are, they're celebrities. And he came in on a Tuesday. He just happened to be in London. So they flew him out from London and brought him in for one night, like a Tuesday night. <laughs> and he was there for, I don't know, a few hours. Did he have to fly in with all his vinyl? <laughs> and I go, what did you pay him just to come in that one night? It was $100,000. Wow. To do a night, just spin some, didn't even bring record, showed up with a laptop. Yeah, just pushing some buttons. And, oh, and you can go any language. These guys are flying. Oh, I'll go to Japan this week and go, you know. Shows up with a laptop. Russia. Yep. That, that's the same way Nick Rhodes plays keyboards for Duran Duran. <laughs> I, came up with my awesome. DJ, I came up with my DJ name. Okay, here you are in the wheels of steel. <laughs> okay, I got a nice photo um, of that. I'm drinking a Stella. Mm-hmm. I'm in a tiki bar. I'm DJ Stella Tiki. <laughs> that's it. I'm DJ <laughs> Stella Tiki. <coughs> DJ Stella Tiki. See, they, now you're coughing. You got the COVID cough already. I don't have the COVID and I've cough. And I've walked into the dragon's den It's not a COVID here. cough. I have a dry, I've had a dry cough for about three weeks and I have a fever, but it's not what COVID. What the, hey, come on. All right, look. Where's my Mike, mask. First of all, Mike, you didn't know that we had a sponsor today on today's no, show. No, we do? We do. So let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of it. Uh, here we go. Sky. The best part of waking up is the 
Wow. That, that's Where'd a, you get that? That's Paul Stanley for Folgers Coffee. <laughs> when did he do that? Uh, I don't even know if it ever aired, but uh, listener David Festini turned me on to that. So, uh, and you hadn't heard that before? I had not heard that before, which uh, is shocking. So it aired... Well, I don't know if it aired or it just turned up on YouTube. You know how that can right. be like someone like is, uh, you know, let's put this up on YouTube. In Let a me bit. hear that again because I haven't, uh, just the first part. I want to hear his voice again. Maybe I should have said it was Paul Stanley before I played no, it. No, that's, uh, we could have made a guessing game out of it. All right, here we go. I'm going to play it again. Who do you think that is? And I'm like, oh. Your wake up call. Time to reach. Go for it all. Oh, now I hear it. Yeah, that's him. And I know what I can be. Limit is the sky. <laughs> Limit is the sky. He had to have written that. Let me tell you something. I wake up in the morning, I'm going to get an espresso. <laughs> Definitely maybe a mocha latte. People. People, you like cream in your coffee? <laughs> ah. Let me tell you, though, that's a euphemism. You can stir that with, your, your with your love gun. <laughs> wow. I know. He definitely... What year was that? I mean, how hard up for money was he? I mean, they're always... It's, they'll do anything it, for money, but... I mean, you can see the video on, on YouTube so 80s, of this. 80s, 90s? What are we it's, talking It's definitely in the 90s, because yeah. you can just tell. <laughs> <laughs> but he like comes walking in the sunlight. He's singing. He's in the. Oh, he is. He's, he's in, in it. it. He's oh, in it. limited the sky. Yeah, limited the sky. <laughs> Whoa! Ah. <laughs> I'm coming out to see you, people. Give me a hot cup of Folgers, and I'm bringing my crema. That's right. <laughs> Just like Mike said, I'm gonna be bringing it out in my love gun. My love gun. <laughs> cream gun. Cream <laughs> gun. Uh, so this is the first time that I've recorded face to face with someone in person. I counted on the calendar since Murray came out to the house. That was 70 days ago. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, end of February. I interviewed the last dude who came person, to my house. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. And you haven't been on the show for a long time. The last one we did was the, uh, uh, it we did an online one. We did a zoom one. We did a zoom one. That was just a test. That was a bonus. Yeah. But yeah. But, um, the last in-person one we did was with Schmitty when we did the uh, Southern Fried Rock. That was fun. People love when you, me, and Schmitty are together, but I just can't. <laughs> I can't have three people. I can't social distance with three people. Where would pe he be Where's, sitting? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a cord that runs. <laughs> I just happen to have that red cord. I have an extra long mic cord, and that's what is out to you. I guess I could connect a couple together, but I don't want to do that. So if if Pilar does, you know, think of you know, she's talking about maybe getting a. Giving up the studio. Right. Would you have guests come here? Here's what I would do. I would say, these are all the guests that have been on my show. They've all been in person. I don't need to tell them that I didn't record here at the house right. the whole time. So that's what I would do. I would right. just... Look, if... My, but in, in defense of Fee Weibel, though, where you live is a bigger ask for most of these guys than Studio City, where the I don't believe place so because I believe a lot of people live in Westlake Village and Calabasas. I live in Calabasas. Let me tell you something. When I had Rudy Thaw though on, he lived right here in Woodland Hills. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't. Um, 
I mean, yeah, maybe if you live in the Hollywood Hills, wh- whatever. Look, if the pre- if uh, Barack Obama went to uh, Mark Maron's garage, I can get the bass player from Bang Tango <laughs> to come to Woodland Hills. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, you know, I'll give it a whirl. I'll see what happens. If if I, uh, let's say I, I booked, let's say I got Bruce Springsteen was going to come on, I would just rent a facility for the day. Okay. It would be worth it to do that. Terry yeah, I'm going to give you three, four hours. Terry I don't want to go out there to <laughs> no Woodland Hills. Wait a minute. They got a Subway sandwich out there? Okay, I'll go. Uh, what if that's what, what was his deal memo? I'll come out there, but I need a party sub. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's what I need on it. Yeah, no, no, no goddamn mayo. I want a Capricola. I want the spicy Italian. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. When I would eat with my little Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. Okay, you came up with the topic for today. We've been talking about doing this for a while, though. <clears throat> but it was your idea. But, I mean, this gives you... I mean, we could do multiple shows of how many... And I remember talking to you about this earlier, that I don't think there's any been anybody more covered in rock than, than Dylan. Than Bob Dylan. Maybe Len, Lennon McCartney. Yes. And that would be number two, those I would think. Be, yeah, those would be the, uh, those yeah, would be the but, top. The amount of songs I found in cover versions of his songs. Yeah, my initial been... list was well over 35, and, and then I just stopped because like, I already have 35, right. and i got to whittle this down. So we each have 15. But unlike Lennon and McCartney, the, uh, the covers I tend to like better than Dylan's versions. <laughs> because, <laughs> of the, uh, because of the singing he, voice? Yes, probably. He's a tough um, ask of a lot of people. I mean, I don't. There's a there's a time for him for me. I was never a huge fan, but um, even this morning I was listening to uh, 88.5 out here. FM has a uh, Dylan show every Sunday morning. Okay. And so, I mean, they'll play some stuff that a lot of it I haven't heard mm-hmm. and bootleg and, and all this other stuff. So they were playing, of course, today a lot of protest stuff. And there's this, you know, fitting, fittingly. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot more I hadn't heard. I mean, we all know Hurricane. Sure. And stuff like that. But, uh, you know, he had songs about Emmett Till and all these other cases that came up. And there was just one, of, one after another. And, and sad that there are so many cases, but it's, you know. Now, you've seen Bob Dylan in concert once. With you, I think. That's right. We were at, at the Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot Comedy Festival. We got in for free. In Seattle. Yes. No, Portland. No, Seattle. Uh, it was Seattle. a Seattle, because yeah, yeah. I remember we walked by the Space Portland Needle. was Bridgetown, that's right. Right. Okay. And uh, we got in for free, because if you had a laminate, you just could walk in anywhere. And literally, it, it was three, two to three minutes into each song before we could figure out what the song was. Yes. And, and the band was, was great. The band was great. And when comedians do like a Dylan impression, everyone's like, oh, okay, that, that's, uh, that's uh, for comedic uh. effect. But that's how he sings. <laughs> It's yeah. really how he sings. And if you're looking for him to play the hits, nope. Yeah. Or play him the way you remember him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't give it to you. Yeah. We, I mean, we'd be in like five minutes in going, I think this is, this is, I think this is like a Rolling Stone. I think, <laughs> and then, I think it is. And then you're still waiting. Yeah. And, and then you're like, nope, it's tangled up in blue. Yeah. And that, again, that's a small sample. I mean, I have heard from people who are fans saying that it, it depends on the night. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really hit or miss. I think David Wilde told me he saw him in the past two years in Italy, and he said it was one of the best shows he's ever seen. So, What does David Wilde know about music? I don't know. He always pretends like he knows stuff. <laughs> Coming at me with some, you know, some is, verbiage. Yeah. 
with forty-year career words <laughs> and knowledge. How dare you? <laughs> Let's just David. sit down in here, unskinny bop. <laughs> be done with it, David. Uh, okay, so we both uh, we have uh, you have. I brought a you have bunch. you have fifteen songs, and you ha- you requested the playout today. Yeah, so you're all set with the playout. Um, since you're going to have the last song, I'm going to, I'm going to go first if it's go okay. Go ahead. And I, uh, I had a few that you had and so, but I removed. I figured you would. That's... Just a couple though, like three. Okay. And I removed them. And, um, and so, yeah, I, this is a, this is a very eclectic list of artists. Yeah. I, I didn't want to Between you and I. I mean, some of the, you know, versions are, we, some we've all heard. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, Mr. Tambourine Man by the birds, we don't yeah. need to pick that one. It's almost more synonymous with the birds at this point. Well, the birds had about seven of their, of Dylan songs. Exa- yes. <laughs> yes. Are, yeah. It was turn, 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 Mr. Tambourine Man, my back pages. They did a lot of them. Yeah. So we don't, uh, so there's no birds on either list. You didn't. Oh, I didn't. I left them up because I thought you would. Take. No, no, because I, I just feel like it's everyone's heard their Dylan songs. Yeah, yeah. And so I went a little deeper and a little off the beaten track, and so did you. Yeah, I found some some uh, some stuff you would never assume. <laughs> never. Well, my first one is from 1971. It is from. This is an excellent album, and I think you'll agree. Top to bottom, Rod Stewart's Every, Every Picture yeah. Tells a Story is one of Rod's best albums. I remember, you know what I always say about this one? Without it, he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame. But yeah, most, yes, yeah. You don't think hot legs, and do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> get him into the Tonight's the or Night. Woody and Buzz, what was that song? With the- this, the- <laughs> <laughs> if I had it, I'd cue it up right now. <laughs> if... Uh, yeah, I mean, he gets in, but this... With the faces, this, maybe, this gets you know? him. This gets him cred. Oh, yeah, yeah, All this, right. so this album alone. This song, this Dylan cover, is called Tomorrow is Such a Long Time. If today was not an endless highway If tonight was not a crooked trail If tomorrow wasn't such a long time Then lonesome would mean nothing to you at all Ah, but only if my own true love is waiting Yes, and if I could hear a heart softly pounding Only if she were lying by me Would I rest in my bed once again Infatuation. <laughs> um, if you want my body, <laughs> um, that's great. It's amazing that he would record. He would record a Faces album and then record one of these solo albums. And Ronnie Wood would play on both, and these would just come out like two a year for like yeah, you know, I don't late know sixties or seventies. Even I don't know how that. went I don't down. know either. His albums, you know, were better too. So that might have made the Faces. Yeah. Hey, you're keeping all your good, the great songs for a year solo album. He's like, yeah. But Rod was never a bit, I mean, he uh, he did write Maggie May, though, right? He did write Maggie okay. May. Okay. He's but, a songwriter. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he, he does best when he sings other people's. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, he wrote. Uh, He's a great know, interpreter of he, other people's. He wrote songs. You Wear It Well. He, he, you know, okay. No, I'm not, you know, I, think I like Rod. Come on, I'm not dissing him. But. You think he'll come out here and record with me? <laughs> He's got to have a sweet pool, huh? Oh, my God. 
Great yes. book. Great uh, autobiography. Yeah, for read that. That, yeah, that one's yeah, fun. Yeah, you're cooped up here right now. Do you, hey, do you need any book, books when you leave today? Sure. You know what? I, oh, I forgot to bring yours. That's okay. We'll get them next time. I wrote, uh, read two of the three you gave me. What was the, what's the third one that you didn't read? Uh, the Bruce Coburn, Coburn one. Just not into it? Uh, I just haven't cracked it yet. Mm. You know, and it's, it's pretty thick. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty much of a doorstop. And not that I haven't had time yeah. during this thing, but it's just like, eh, like I'll get to it. I'll, I'll get go, to it. I'll go I'm all, sure it's good. I, I, I just haven't gotten to I'll it. I'll go all in on a thick book if I really know the artist. But You know, that's what it is. I, I don't, don't know, know him that well. He could be. I'll find out if he's a really interesting dude. I yeah. mean, here he is. So... It's, it's yeah, it's not always the people you expect with the best right books. You know, yeah. I was disappointed in Pete Townsend's. Yeah, oh, that thought, guy's such a sad sack. Yeah, and yet I thought Thomas Dolby's was really cool. You know, so so you never you know. Ne- you never know. So again, people, we're recording outside, so you're gonna get you're gonna get some yeah, outside some planes, noise. Might hear some birds, some police choppers, some choppers, maybe, bombs, maybe the smoke. neighbor telling us to keep it down. <laughs> you never oh, know. Is he that guy? Is he? No, we have great neighbors. Okay, I don't, I'm not sure it. who lives over here. This was the house where the naked lady lived. Oh, right. I remember that. Behind yeah. you, right? But directly. Yeah. Behind. I don't but know. You if have I, a tall fence here. I don't know if I've told that story. Have I told that story on the podcast or on something else? Um, at one point, there was, a, there was a woman and her husband that lived on the other side of this back fence. You can't see it. I'm motioning to, to it. And I, I had a weed whacker and I was doing some trimming and I kept hearing someone say, excuse me. And I would turn the weed whacker off and nothing turn it back on, excuse me. And so finally, I hear it again, excuse me. So I put a chair up. I stand up on the chair and look over the fence. The woman's standing there completely naked. <laughs> complete. Now, and she how, says... How, um, how old of a woman are we... Uh, um, now, this is probably... 22, this is pro- no, 65? No, no. This is probably 10 years ago, and she was probably, I'm going to say she was 50 at that point. Okay. She's completely naked. I, I stand up, look over... And I immediately duck back down, and then she says, "Oh, sorry, I'm naked." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, don't then don't call someone. Try to get someone's attention." Oh, that was no accident, friend. That was no accident. And uh, by oh, the way, oh, sorry, am I not wearing? Oh, I completely also, forgot. Also, I, I saw enough to know that uh, she could have used my weed whacker. <laughs> she goes old school, '70s style. Very old school. So. Um, <laughs> You know, hello. So, uh, so yeah, but uh, they were always weird. Oh. Because, um, you know, it was one Saturday. It was, it was like, it was just like this afternoon. What is it? It's uh, 10 till 2. Uh, the girls were swimming with two of their friends because it's a Sunday afternoon. They're yeah. swimming. And she says, it's a little loud over there. And I'm like, well, it's Sunday afternoon and the kids are in the pool. Yeah, if you want to make noise, maybe you should move to the, uh, to the country. <laughs> oh, I was like, really? Because thanks. Cities where it's noisy, so deal with it. But just, just annoying. Oh. And then they moved. Thank God. Oh, that's nice. Now it's a rental, and I don't know. I don't know if there's even anyone in there anymore. Mm, man. Then I, I, I will say this: uh, the tea bar that you're, you're yeah. A, it's a. I never saw it from this angle. Really, I forget. It is a cool little bar it's it's very it's nice. very uh boogie nights you know you should be mixing margaritas like john c Riley style this was a big reason uh why pilar wanted t- uh, to buy this house <laughs> so you can use it once a year with guests <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> uh no this no we we use the pool a lot but um but i guess we'll be using it by ourselves this year yeah <laughs> 
Okay, let's move on to... Uh, we're going to play a song, finally? We're gonna play, well, we did. We played one song. Now we're going to play one from you. <laughs> yeah. Now, I had these in the order that you sent them to me, but you can call out anything. Oh, no, really? But I sent you the list. Yeah, I have them in the order of the list. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's fine. But if you want to no, change it up... I make a playlist like uh, people used to program albums and sequencing, Pat. This, right. is no, uh, this is no accident. So you put some thought into I this. I put some thought into this. You probably... I'm not Murray just showing up here and like scrolling through his phone while, for while the, doing it. For the first time ever, you probably welcomed putting together this um, list <laughs> yeah. because you have nothing else to do. Exactly. All right. What do you got for me? Well, when I thought of this topic, I, this is one of the first songs I thought of because I remember I was on the road somewhere and I was driving through in some college radio station played this song and i'm embarrassed to say i didn't know it was a dylan song at the time that's okay there's tons of dylan yeah songs. and um but i loved it so much that i looked it up and i realized it was a it was a dylan song and it's uh, from an album from sean colvin uh from 94 called cover girl where she it was all covers and this is actually recorded live and just the guitar work and her voice is amazing. And I bet, and I, I haven't even heard Bob's version, but I guess I bet I would like this much better. And this is really great. This is, uh, you're going to make me lonesome when you go. Let's hear it. I've seen love go by my door. It's never been this close before. It's never been so easy or so slow. I've been shooting in the dark too long. Something's not right, it's wrong. Spoiling me with too much of love And you're gonna make me Lonesome when you go I've seen Sean Colvin twice in concert You have? I've yeah. never She's great, I just saw her Both times it was with uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter I just saw, Carpenter, I just saw her uh, The end of last year Oh Chip called me, we were at, the, we were at, the, we were at Rita's school uh, Getting ready to walk in Because uh, Rita had a performance that night and I get a text from Chip that's like, hey, Sue and I have tickets to see Mary Chapin Carpenter and Sean Colvin out in Thousand Oaks, but, um, but uh, Sue can't go. She's stuck at work. Do you want to join me? So I was like, well, let me check. So I had to, uh, I had to make sure that I, was, <laughs> that I had to see Rita's part in the performance first because she only had this one. It was like a dance performance. So you know, her group would come out and then other groups would come out. So right after she was done, I hopped in a lift and headed over to Thousand Oaks uh, just in time to see the Perfect. show. Perfect. Who closes that show? Well, this time, well, it would be Mary Chapin Carpenter, but this time they were on stage together the entire time. Really? It was just the two oh. of them with acoustic guitars, and they would uh, they would sing. They they would each go back and forth singing, and then sometimes they would sing uh, the other person's song, and then they would sing covers together, and they would tell stories. It was great. No, that sounds really like a great good. Night. Really good night. Uh, I don't know that Chip was into it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was great. Well, I, uh, yeah, I think she has another album of covers that, that may have just come out. She does, and I have that, too. I can send both of those to you if oh, you would like Oh, that'd be them. great. All right, I am going to play my next one. This is, a, this is a very well-known song by Bob Dylan. I don't know if I'm going to tell you who sings it. I think I'm just okay. going to play it. You'll know who it is. Oh, all right. And I'm just going to go with it. Here we go. So far through the bombs 
Michael Bolton? That's him. Yeah. Boy, did he put some 80s into this. This is from 1999. Timeless, the classics, volume two. to the chorus yet, have we? I think I can get it. I think I, I think I see where it's going. Now, I was playing this album uh, probably about two years ago, and Ezra, Ezra says, um, who is this guy singing all of these songs that I've heard before, but singing them horribly? <laughs> like, this is Michael Bolton. He's got a seven-octave range. Now, I got to, before I let you move on, I have to tell you that Michael Bolton co-wrote a song with Bob Dylan. Oh, really? For his 1991 album, Time, Love, and Tenderness. They don't duet on it, but they wrote it together. And I don't know how that came to be <laughs> or what that was like with Michael Bolton and Bob Dylan in a room together. Did the, Were they in a room together or did the, he take like an old Dylan song? No, 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 no. This is a new, no. This is a new song. Really? It's a new song. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. Oh, boy. It's called Steel Bars. Here comes the chorus. How do those guys write a song together? <laughs> I don't know. But Dylan also wrote a song with Gene Simmons once. So, I mean... He's open to writing with any schlub, I guess. Yeah, all he does is write. That's, that's true. That's what he does. I say schlub as a joke. Schlub. <laughs> but um, that Michael Bolton... I like that song better than the... Than his cover? Yeah. Like a Rolling Stone? Yeah. The um, Michael Bolton's voice is crazy. It is. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's not subtle. It's, <laughs> it's not perfect. subtle. Yeah. I'm so glad he cut the hair, though, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. He's a, I think he's finally got a sense of humor about himself. He seems like he does. Yeah, which, finally. Which ratcheted him up in, in my book. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you got to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. Yeah. After they call you a no-talent ass clown in office space, <laughs> and now people yell that to him. Yeah, he's got to give that thumbs up. Thank you. Because he knows he's not. He's, yeah. he's earned success. Why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, what is your next tune? I know what it is. You tell everyone yeah, else. Yeah, this is, um, I can't believe, being such a Sam Cooke fan, I hadn't heard this before, but he had a 1964 album called Live at the Copa, recorded at the Copa Cabana, and, and uh, he played uh, Blown in the Wind. And wow. uh, you've never toe-tapped and uh, snapped your <laughs> fingers to Blown in the Wind, but I'll be damned if I don't. It's awesome. Let's see what happens. And this is recorded live. Remember how great, listen to how great he sounds live. Go ahead. Here we go. How many years can a mountain exist for a 
sister Before they allow her to be free What I want to know is How many times can a man turn his head Pretending that he just doesn't see Wow, that is amazing. Isn't that great? I, I wouldn't even know what song it was <laughs> until he got to the chorus because it's the arrangement is so unlike. Yeah, it starts off more slow and, and melancholy. You know, it, it's more, you know, I guess, I don't know, somber. But mm -hmm. then it just picks up through the whole song. I played the end of it, but it starts off a little more mellow. And then yeah. the band just builds up into it. It's amazing. Yeah. And I guess that song kind of, uh, from what I heard, it kind of inspired him to write A Change Is Gonna Come. Wow. It's, Which, uh, that makes know, sense. Yeah. It uh, it makes me want to go buy that live album. Too. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about I didn't hear the rest of the album, but... It's got to be great. Of course. The guy was amazing. How did Sam Cooke die again? It wasn't good. He was shot in a hotel room, I think, by a uh, maybe a... A jealous, jealous husband. Uh, there's a great. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix now about the two killings of Sam Cooke, I believe. Oh God! And uh, yeah, it was all shady. How and old was he? Was he, he was young? He was young. Uh, he, I mean, if he was thirty, he was early thirties. The reason I don't know a lot about him is because I don't know much about his story. Yeah. All yeah. right, uh, I, I'm going to totally, I'm going to totally uh, knock your socks off with this next. All one. right. Oh, hold on, let me grab my socks. This couldn't be... Are you wearing socks, actually, right no, now? No, they're about to be blown off, I heard. <laughs> this couldn't be further from Michael Bolton. It couldn't be further from Sam Cooke. Okay. Sam Cooke and Michael Bolton are actually closer sure. than this band is going to be uh, to those two guys. Okay. You're going to tell me who it is? Well, I'm going to tell you that it's the most popular uh, heavy metal band ever to come out of Switzerland. Oh, is this Crocus? This is Crocus. <laughs> and they're going to hit us up with a little bit of Quinn the Eskimo. Oh, boy. From 2017, the album's called Big Rocks. It's all covers. Here we go. One rock solid. Crocus would want to cover Dylan. No. Yeah, I brought a Mighty Quinn. Did you see that? Oh, I saw that. You want to play that one? Should we get that one out of the way? That, that, that? That's the Mighty Quinn cover that really... It really is. And this is from a band who has, uh, who has been successful with a lot of songs that they, they didn't write. Yeah, Manfred Mann. They did... Uh... What? Springsteen. Springsteen. Blinded by the Light. They did uh, For You, Blinded by the Light, and Spirits in the Night. They've yep. done three of them. And now here's their take on, which is quintessential. Yeah. This is the Mighty Quinn. 68. Let me do what I want to do. I can't decide them all. 
Someone do a mashup of this and the Crocus one. Send it to me. <laughs> I guess that was on the basement tapes, maybe, or, or something that I don't know if it ever came out or it came out later. There was a story behind that one that I don't know if it was on an album uh-huh. from Dylan, but you know, it just it popped up. I don't think he had released it yet. Oh, that was it. He hadn't released it yet. And somehow Manfred, it got in Manfred Mann's hands and they, uh, they did the version of it and version? got a hit. And he I think made, it was number one in, in the UK. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I never knew it was a Dylan song. Really? That's the version <laughs> I knew. Yeah, absolutely. But that was great. Yeah, since you brought up the basement tapes, okay, I have a song that was on the basement tapes called Mrs. Henry. Mm. This is from my favorite band, Cheap Trick. This is recorded live at the Whiskey, 1977. Ooh, prime Cheap Trick. Prime t- Cheap Trick at, uh, at a uh, historic venue. Here we go, Mrs. Henry. Rockford, Illinois' finest. Henry, take me all dead. I can drink like a fish, I can crawl like a snake, fight like a turkey, and swim like a drake. So please, Mrs. Henry, Mrs. Henry, please, please, Mrs. Henry, Mrs. Henry. You can hear Rick in the background. What would you pay right now to go to that 77 concert at the Whiskey with 200 other people jammed into the Whiskey? Well, I gotta be honest with you, when uh, Cheap Trick re-released... Um, Budokan as a double album in uh, I don't know what year it came out uh, in the '90s when I lived out here and they played they played the entire thing top to bottom at the Roxy and that was fantastic. Oh man, really? Yeah, I was there with uh, Mike Preston and uh, Suzanne Dillingham. It was it was fantastic. Well, then, you're done then. Then you walk down the street to Tower Records and they signed it for you. <laughs> oh man! So it was it was I mean it was really you kind of peaked with that one. I saw Cheap Tricks so many times. I've seen them so many times out here and do really cool things. Like they played uh, they played in a parking lot outside of a warehouse music one time, and it's just like, I mean, you know, I've seen them so many times out here. Do you see Amoeba closed? Amoeba Music. Well, they shut. Well, they're moving. They're moving. The so, building, so. But that, that was their building. That was so, their building. And it was pretty new. And um, if for anyone who was hoping to visit that building one more time before they closed, they're not going to get a chance to. Yeah. So they're going to be at a new location eventually. I think up on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah, kind of by the Fonda Theater. Yeah, and I'm sure it can't possibly be as big. No. I mean, you'd be crazy to... Well, you never know. You never know. Hey, office space now, after this whole virus, uh, could be pretty cheap. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm nice and cool over here. How is the temperature over there for you? I'm doing okay. As long, as long as I'm in the shade, I'm good. Yeah. It's it's not, I mean, it's sunny, but it's not beating down on no. us like it could be. No, in two months, it's going to be unbearable out here. Oh, two months, we'll record out here and we'll lose weight. <laughs> we'll just be sweating. Yeah. 
Maybe we'll do it in the pool. We'll just Ooh, run these microphones nice. over. You, if you though, you have to hold your microphone and you have to tread water in the deep end the whole time. <laughs> I don't get a floaty. I don't get a little. Uh, oh, I man. don't know. Maybe we could have uh, a noodle. Can I get a noodle? Actually, this was Daryl Asher's idea. He said we set up boom mics, <laughs> just arch over into the pool. Uh, what are you doing to keep uh, keep fit, keep in shape? Are you eating more or less now that you're confined? Well, my again, uh, this wasn't a huge uh, adjustment for my lifestyle mm-hmm. when I'm in town. I mean, right. I I know how to like spend my day and stuff, but I just don't go to a gym, you know. So yeah. I've been doing um, these online yoga classes and yoga cardio things that my friend's niece teaches three okay. times a week, and other than that, just hiking and. Uh, bike riding around my neighborhood when an online yoga class is over do you feel like you got to work out yeah i mean this isn't just yoga it's like you know jumps and squats and burpees and the whole thing too but with some yoga thrown in so it's like more cardio thrown in so so it's a sweat that's great yeah my neighbors downstairs don't seem to like it uh me jumping doing jumping jacks on their head but the hell with them they can't come up and complain because then they're not six feet away from you i know only, it's three hours a week, I think you can handle yeah. it. And it's not three, not, it's, it's three one-hour classes. Yeah, yeah. What if it was one three-hour class? <laughs> Didn't, be, wouldn't make it. But it's really, it comes down to what you eat, you know? And a lot of people who aren't used to being home all the time are just eating out of boredom. You know, when they say, oh, I gained so many pounds in this thing. Well, it's, you know, control yourself. And then there's the guy that says, I gained so many LBs, and that's the guy you just punch. <laughs> that's how you get your workout, beating that guy up. Literally saying LBs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We that. have a, well, I, got, I, I did buy a, a Fitbit, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago, so I'm getting the 10,000 steps every day. Oh, good. And we have an elliptical in the garage, so, um, you know, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, I still need 1,500. I go out there for, you know, 10 minutes, and you get the 15 on the elliptical, yeah. so... I'm just doing that. I'm just it, it, when this buzzes and I know I got the ten thousand. Everything after that's gravy. Well, that's why I've been driving just because I'm so sick of walking around my no- own neighborhood. I know every blade of grass and <laughs> right within a ten block radius. So I've been driving to like these nice, neighbor- like fancy neighborhoods up in the Palisades, and just mm. parking my car and just walking in the hills above there, and it's been great. Yeah, we've been taking uh, we've been taking like a super hike every day too, Pilar and I, because. You can walk up in these hills and just keep, you know. Yeah, the trails are starting to open yeah. up. The problem is that's where a lot of people. A lot of people go. are going to be there, yeah. But I, I did one a hike in Malibu last week that wasn't too bad for a Sunday morning. But you, the key is going early, not yeah. only because it's cooler, but it's just going to be fewer people. Yeah, because you know people don't get up early. Yeah, that's true. All right, we're following up uh, Mrs. Henry with Mike's next pick. Okay, uh, number three here. This is, um, I don't know what you tell people. Well, you, number, you know what it it's is. It's actually number four because I moved the other one up in the list. But oh, okay. I know what it is. Um, I can't make you guess because you see them all. So I can see, I can't. Yeah, I can't guess. <laughs> okay. It's no fun for me. I know. So this is from 2008. This was uh, Beck, L.A.'s own Beck with leopard skin pillbox hat. Talking about Beck Hansen? Yep. Here we go. Off blonde on blonde. Now, the production style on that is such that if you told me that was the Black Keys, I would have believed it. <laughs> kind of fuzzy. Kind yeah, of, distorted. Uh, you know, I like Beck a lot now. Like, I used to not, um, 
I just didn't feel like he was in my, uh, you know, in, in, I, again, I always say wheelhouse because I can't think of another yeah. phrase, and yet I hate the phrase wheelhouse. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. But yeah, he's, he's got good stuff. He does. He does. And, and all over the map, too. Yes. Some of the more hip-hop stuff, more like hard rock stuff, mm-hmm. and then jazzy kind of melancholy things. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a, an artist. He's a true artist, a true musician. Um, well, look, this next song, Mike, this is, not, this is not one of her babies. Oh, no. But sometimes Stevie. sometimes Stevie will adopt a baby okay. and make that baby her own. So let's find out what she does with this song. Think of that. You don't like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what year was that? When was that? 1994. Okay. From the Street Angel album, which I like. Ah, it's just okay. It's okay, right? It's fine. She didn't ruin it. She didn't. She, she didn't, didn't ruin it, but she didn't do m- much no, else with no, it. No, she didn't embarrass herself. Yeah. But it's fine. That's but, what you walk away going. It's fine. But no one's saying, "Boy, Stevie Nicks's cover is one of the best." Yeah. No one's crying out for that. No. Uh, <laughs> in concert. Crying out know. for it. Uh, you're up. All right. This is uh, another kind of classic version in the Manfred Mann era. This, this is mid-60s. This is uh, Van the Man with his band Them. You know Van the Man, right? I do know. The you're... Belfast Cowboy? Yeah. Here he is. You must leave now. Take what you need. You'll think we'll last. Understands your orphan with his gun Crying like a fire in the sun Look at baby, the saints are coming through And it's all over now so I played that after Beck because Beck sampled that boom, 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 boom oh, that organ thing on a, uh, a pretty well-known song he had that people are yelling at their phones right now that I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, he sampled that song. They'll let us know. Yeah. Well, I have this same song, but done by a duo. Uh, they call themselves Sid and Sue. It's oh, actually no. Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs. You like those two artists? Don't sure. You? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a little distracted now. What I've happened? Two texts. Uh, apparently, there's rioting in Santa Monica now. Oh well, you can stay here tonight. <laughs> I may not have a choice. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Jesus. You must leave now. Take 
Sweet is L.A. based. I think he is. Uh, I don't know about that. I really don't. I, th- I forget where he was from. Get your ass over to the pool, Matthew Sweet. <laughs> Let's do this thing. I might be... Uh, this will drop Thursday, at, uh, June 4th. If all goes right, I would have interviewed Dennis DeYoung yesterday via Zoom. Oh, so let's see if that happens. That's exciting. Here's what they told me. The email I, the last email I got said, we're 95% sure this is going to happen. Oh, it's, a high, it's a high ratio. Yeah, that's good. But my luck, that five will bring you to a crashing halt. Is he going to uh, go to do a deep Mr. Roboto dive? He has a brand new album out that's actually very good. So I'll probably uh, concentrate on that. And then, you know, I'll edit music in later. I'll just interview him. Yeah. And... Uh, he knows what he sounds like. Yeah, he does. I'll let him. I'll let him. Uh, I'll let. I'll let Dennis be Dennis. Is what I'll do. Uh, I love those um, uh, Matthew Sweet, Susanna Hoff's uh, albums. They've done like three of them, right? Under the Covers, Volume One, Two, and Three, Sixties, Seventies, and Eighties. That's fun. Yeah, I, I hope they they should do a Nineties one. Must be nice having talented friends. I know. I they, got you. We're recording. <laughs> I got a whole system. I got a mixing board. We yeah, we're a garage band. You don't think they just record in garage band? They they could, I'm sure they do. They could possibly they have pro record tools, man. They could possibly record with the same setup we have here and, and produce hey, wonderful things. Nowadays it's not that much different. It's not that much different at all. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> What's your next song? I know what it is. I uh, see it. Yeah. I don't know I, this band at all though. Tell me about them. Well, they did a uh, I I figured they had to be some kind of reggae tribute album devoted to all Dylan songs, and of course, because you can regify anything. Yes. And so there is one. It's called "Is It Rolling Bob," which is a reference to a um, uh, an outtake or an intro to a song that he was recording, and it was the uh, him talking to the producer or the producer talking to him. Okay. And they left it in there, so that, that was the name of the uh, album called "Is It Rolling Bob," and it's a re- reggae tribute to uh, Bob Dylan, and it came out in 2004, and there was like five different songs. Toots Hibbert is on it, from Toots and the Maytals. I almost picked that one. Alrighty. Um, but this one, I just kind of liked the version. This is the Mighty Diamonds with Lay Lady Lay. Lay Lady Lay. Mighty Diamonds sounds like a Neil Diamond cover band. <laughs> lay Lady Lay Lay across my big brass bed Perfect tiki bar music, right? Lay, 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 lay across my big brass bed. Woo-hoo. Whatever colors you have in your mind, I'll show them to you. You'll see them shine. 
get the gist. This is nice. The, this is the one Dylan song that Bob's version doesn't sound like Bob. He sings. Right, he sings in that low voice. That yeah. you tell people it's version. It's it's um, Dylan. They go no, no, no. That's is not it? Dylan. Yeah. He sounds like he's going to And the other people go, wait, he could be singing that way the whole time? Yeah, right. We've been listening to this. It literally sounds like he's going to break into Chantilly Lace. (laughs) Chantilly Lace. Hello, baby. Hello, babe. Uh, Now, look, everyone knows that I I don't hide my love for Mr. Sammy Hagar. He's the red rocker. I know. Uh, I love him. He has a problem with the speed limit. He does I have, have a problem, a problem with the with speed that. limit, and, he, and the, it's going to get in, him in trouble with the law, <laughs> for sure. I hear he likes drinking. <laughs> he likes drinking. Hopefully not drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah. Guy made $80 million, sold his tequila company. More than he made in 40 years of music. Yeah, probably. Yeah. For sure it is. <laughs> That's insane. Now he's got... And also, another good book, by the way. Yeah, his book's fun. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't paint himself in a, in a perfect light, and I, I always find that... If, yeah. if a guy does that, then I feel that everything in the book is probably true. Right. If he's willing to say, hey, look, I wasn't a good guy either. Mm-hmm. Then you're willing to say, well, then all this is true. But he always had some other hustle going on other than music, too. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a head on him. He, he was a hustler. He was a worker, you know. And he came from nothing. He came from nothing and came really worked nothing. hard. And his brother and him yeah. had like a... They were installing, uh, was it sprinkler systems in <laughs> yes. office buildings right yeah. before that became mandatory in office buildings. Right. And it's like, perfect. I mean... He made a ton off that. Can you imagine you're installing sprinkler systems and you tell your brother, you know, man, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to, I'm going to make it in music. And your brother's like, okay, hand me the O wrench. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even, I mean, so. Uh, I know this guy, Ronnie Montrose. Who, that uh, little guy over there? With the, the guy with the guitar? <laughs> the guy's a bum. So let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of what Sammy does with, uh. Rainy Day Woman, number 12, and number 35. Here we go. Oh, boy. Everybody must get... Yeah, here it is. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. I don't even like the original. <laughs> I know, me either. So this does zero Was that with me. the Wabo Ritas? Uh, this is credited to just Sammy, but, uh, you know, some Wabo Ritas on there, I'm sure. This is from 2006 from his, his album, Living It Up. Oh. Living It Up. He's on the beach on the cover. Who would have thought? Holding a margarita? I'm sure he's got some. He's got his new, uh, his new alcohol is uh, Sammy Hagar uh, Beach Rum. Oh, sure. Of it, course. It's good stuff. I'm sure it is. I went to Cabo Wabo down in uh, on a stop on a on a cruise ship. At, uh, did you Cabo end up fa- did you end up face down in Cabo doing the Cabo Wabo? <laughs> no. So you went to his restaurant. Yeah, I had to stop in. You know, there's a lot of uh, memorabilia in there. And, yeah. I mean, it was during the day, so nothing was really happening. I ate at the one at Hollywood and Highland. It was terrible. Yeah, you told me that. It was terrible. <laughs> like, how can you fuck up grilled shrimp? I can. I do it here, and it's terrific. 
I know. It's um, next time we do this, I'll grill you some shrimp. I'm oh, not that'd kidding. Be great. My shrimp is amazing. I'm sure it is. I'm talking about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Mike's list. Okay. Oh, here's another one I never would have assumed. Mm-hmm. And speaking of rioting that's going on right now in my head, this is kind of historical. We're recording while my neighborhood is is burning. Is burning. Your your apartment. I'm building. a little distracted right now. I you, think you know, yeah, my little apartment would be fine. Your apartment's gonna be fine. I don't own any uh, businesses. No. Uh, but your car's not. Get, you have covered parking, secure parking. It's covered, <laughs> but my car is here. Our, uh, I don't have a nice car, though. This is another reason I don't. Our friend J.P. Manu posted a picture on Facebook that his Prius, for the second time I saw now, that. the catalytic converter was stolen from underneath his Prius. Yeah, they went right under it and just cut it off. I mean, we have a Prius. So, yeah, there's a secondary market for those, and then just Someone would come have to take it. In the middle of the night, they just come I mean, hack he, it off. Is he parked on the street? He must be. He's got, well, he's got a, uh, a driveway. So I'm assuming he's probably in his driveway, that's, or he parks on the street. Yeah, that's balls. I mean, my old neighborhood. I remember that. They must be able to do it so quickly. Oh yeah, I mean, they got it down. They know exactly where to cut, where to. Do so it. if someone cuts that off and you get in your car and you put the key in and you turn it, does it nothing happen? Is no, that, it turns out it just sounds like a motorcycle. I mean, it just because it's attached to the muffler. Oh my god. So I mean, it's just really loud, and you know exactly <laughs> something's not right here. That's terrible. Yeah, it's not good. And I have that, so it's like it could easily happen to me. I'm gonna, easily. I'm gonna attach some mouse traps to mine, and that way, when they reach <laughs> under there to try to get it, snap, snap. All right, oh. tell us your song. I start. I talked over. I talked while you were setting it up. No, this is a band that's uh, very fitting for the riot that's going on right now. This mm. is uh, Rage Against the Machine, doing Maggie's Farm, and you know, actually, I kind of like it. I do too. <laughs> so, Never hey. heard it before. Me. I ain't gonna walk on. Maggie's brother, Mike. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Tom Morello on guitar. What's his name? Zach Della Roja? Yep. I don't know the other guys. No. Drummer and a bass player. Rhythm. I know, yeah, I they know got the, a rhythm section. The bass player is in the uh, Pete Pete Comerford, I think his name. And the drummer. He's in the Rush. He's in the Rush documentary. Yeah, and, who's a Rush fan? So I remember. And the uh, the drummer did the duties on the Black Sabbath uh, farewell tour. Oh, okay. So that's who they hired for that. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, what is Maggie's Farm? Because you know, I don't know much about history. history. Is that a real thing? What is it? Who knows what Bob writes about? All right, I thought maybe. It might but be in their hands, place. you know, it became like you know. So good. You're being oppressed by Maggie's brother, and he ain't gonna he ain't gonna take it anymore. Fuck that guy, such a douche. Yeah, <laughs> that farm. Ooh, who uh, wants to work on that farm? No way. Hey, here's a duo. This is from 1967. These two went on to have a 1970s variety show. 
they would bring out their daughter quite often, Chastity Bono, now Chaz Bono. This is Sonny and Cher. They're cooking up a little all I would really want to do. You ever hear this? No. Here we go. It's good. That's fun. It's like fun, it? yeah. That's pre-ass tattoo for Cher. <laughs> pre-ass tattoo. She's good on Twitter. Follow her. We got a new update. Okay, what's going on? Your apartment is on fire. Uh, new curfews just set for Santa Monica and City of LA, 4 p.m. So that's an hour and a half. 4 p.m.'s the curfew? 4 p.m.? And she said they just, Kathy just, she said they just closed Santa Monica Freeway westbound. So I'm going to have to side street it back if I can get back. What the heck? Who knew? Yeah, we better hurry up. Who knew that this would break bad? Who knew? (laughs) You could have canceled. Everyone? You could have canceled at any time. (laughs) I mean, this all literally happened since I've been here. Well, I just, I guess I didn't think that during the day that it would just, it would just continue. Yeah. I thought maybe it would, you know, level out a little bit overnight. People are angry, man. I know. Yeah, I'm so pissed off that we might not be able to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, we're, we're, that, that's uh, time plus tragedy, right? It's been it's been a day, twelve hours. Yeah. So we can joke about stuff. Oh God. All right. Go ahead. What's your next one? Uh, I have some '80s uh, kind of rockabilly here, and I don't know whatever happened to these guys. They might still be around. They could still be around. Jason and the Scorchers from 1984 doing Absolutely Sweet Marie. Here we go. If you cover one that's not a hit, I think it's your song. <laughs> right? I've never heard Bob's version of that. Have you? Nope. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it As far it as too. I know, that's a Jason and the Scorchers jam. Yep. That's theirs, man. 100%. <laughs> uh, my next song's from, uh, I call him a former guest. I call him friend of the show. One of our, uh, in our first couple few big guests, uh, that was before Lyft and Uber, so I had to send a car for him. 150 bucks. <laughs> oh. He, uh, he paid the tip, though, because he had such a good time. That's what he told me when I walked him out. John nice. Waite. John Waite. John Waite is going to tackle Girl from the North Country. Oh, yeah. Here we go. If you're traveling to the North Country Fair Where the wind is heavy on the borderline Remember me 
say something it's not about john Waite. it's about pete townsend on his album all the best cowboys have chinese eyes mm-hmm. he has a song on there called north country girl it's the same song but dylan isn't getting writing credit on it really it's very strange hmm. it's very weird i don't really understand it unless is this like some type of a traditional song that bob dylan arranged and so anyone can sing i don't know that's very possible yeah it could be like one of those you know one of those type of be an old irish uh yeah exactly but um yeah it's pete takes credit on on his version (laughs) now look i want to tell you right now if you want to leave you can leave and we'll and we can do dylan two another time well no we can we can we can do a few more okay and then all uh, right because yeah, obviously you getting home safely and being comfortable and not being in your car for a ridiculous amount ridiculous amount of time is important i know i appreciate it um how long did it take you to get here today just probably 25 minutes yeah yeah that was, that was breezing yeah it was easy you should get back because no all of a sudden the roads aren't going to be crowded yeah, I mean, until I get to the 10. And I may not be able to get on the 10, but I'll try to take side streets on the, on the way back. That's when you need a James Bond helicopter car. Right? Yep. That's, it's, that's what you need. Okay. And a James Bond weapon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Or just some bulletproof bullshit. Yeah. All right. I brought you... this next one for Pilar, because I know this is her, uh, one of her favorite yeah, it is. singers. Yep. And this is from her album Relish. This is Joan Osborne doing Man in the Long Black Coat. Here we go. Pilar's favorite album. Somebody seen him hanging around at the old dance hall on the outskirts of town. He looked into her eyes when she stopped him to ask if he wanted to dance. He had a face like a mask. Somebody said from the Bible he quote there was dust on the man in long black coat. Amazing singer. That sounds great. Deserves to be bigger. Yeah, but you can say that about a Any, million people. Anyone who's talented. She did okay. She did. And uh, she was going to be on the show because she was coming to um, Pepperdine University. Oh, nice. And uh, that, that all got canceled. So uh, obviously any uh, potential... Um, Pilar, record. very bummed. Um, Pilar likes this album and she likes Joan Osborne, but she swears I took her to see Joan Osborne already. <laughs> and so she's like, so I've seen her. Right. Well, this okay. one is uh, off the 95 album, Relish, Relish. But I think she has a new one out of... All Dylan covers. Yes, it's called uh, it's called Songs of Bob Dylan, and I'm gonna we're gonna do a twofer. Oh, this okay. is her doing Tangled Up in Blue. Early one morning, the sun was shining. I was laying in bed, wondering if she changed at all, if her hair was still red. The folks they said our lives together sure was gonna be rough. Never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough I 
Very nice. Sounds good. The Indigo Girls do a good version of that, too. Probably not that uh, far off from how this is. Oh, am I thinking Indigo? No. This is Who do you think? I think it's Melissa th- Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge does a version I of this? I think so. Again, it's, they're probably all... <laughs> and this- I don't want... <laughs> I don't know why. Gee, why would I confuse... Boy, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Oh, boy. Okay. Sorry. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Sometimes the truth just comes through. <laughs> My people are listening. We're just not talking to each other. I get it. I get it. I, I'm going to be honest. I never want to be any closer than this to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a preferred distance from now on? I think so. Are you going to play online poker tonight? Well, uh, I was not going to because somebody invited me to dinner, a long-awaited dinner in person. Okay. And uh, now it's looking like that might not happen. Well, when you, So if I can get home, I will play. When you get home, immediately register so you can get in the room. I'm already registered. Oh, okay. Chip actually texts me while this is going on as well. Not about if I was safe or anything during the riot. <laughs> just ask goes, if you're going to play. Hey, could you unregister or else it'll put you in the table? And I just told you to register because I'm a friend. Right. <laughs> uh, we play once a month. We get together and we play cards in person. Now, we haven't been able to do that for about three months now. And when we play cards in person, we play these fun games. Cross Guts, 727, King Little. Ridiculous, ridiculous wild card wild fun game. Where it's, it's just playing, it's luck. It's just playing cards, it's luck, and it's fun, and you might have a good hand in it, yeah. and you might. There's little to no skill. There's little involved. to no skill. Now, <laughs> right up Pat's alley. Now, yeah. Little to no skill. Oh, I'm serious. So now we're playing uh, for the past two weeks online. We log in on Zoom so we can all see each other and hang. Right. And then we're in... Um, Play like Poker Stars. It's called Poker Stars. And what, what game... We, what is that it's game Texas called? Hold'em. We're playing Texas Hold'em. Which requires a little uh, skill. It, and guys that play all the time, like Chip and Jack and those guys, they... They play all the time, so the odds are in their head. They know yeah, when to fold immediately. They know when to fold. And I, you my, have to think about it. And it moves fast. Yes. And Siegel and I, we, we had the shittiest cards last week. <laughs> yeah. For the past two weeks in a row, I've had literally nothing that I could stay in with, but that's no fun to fold right. every time. you start time. playing out of boredom, so, and then yeah, you're asking. And then you lose. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and Chip and Jack, Chip Chinnery and Jack Thomas... <laughs> And uh, they've been in poker tournaments in Vegas where they've yeah, done they played well. played the World Series of Poker. So, I mean, this is a completely different ball game for just yeah. the guy who wants to, uh, you know. My advice to you. I'm folding tonight if I don't have anything. If it's not good, fold, but also don't rebuy. Don't rebuy anything. Like, you're out, you're out, and then just hang in the Zoom and have right. fun, you know. Yeah. Because it's always about us hanging out anyway. Uh-huh. Because it can go pretty fast. Your money can go pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One big beat and you're pff, done. So now we, we're buying in for, uh, you can buy I would in. say, for everybody knows, this is low stake. We're this is low like stake. This is $20. Low yeah, $20 a game. We play two games. So you can lose 40 bucks. Yeah. And I did. And I did. Yeah, last yeah. week. <laughs> Ugh, man. Because when you're playing this, you think, oh, I'm just playing with this fake money. And then until you get the email that says, yeah, yeah PayPal me that $40. But in our regular games in person, losing 40 is a pretty bad night. I mean, you don't really losing lose 40 that is much. A, no, That's no. odd. You can play all night with a $20 yeah. buy-in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on. Poker talk. 
Poker talk. I don't have a sting for that. Okay. <laughs> don't need one either. Um, it's your turn. You're up. I, kinda, I found a couple versions of this next one. Uh, Robert Plant has a good version of this one that I found. Um, I have it. Okay. <laughs> so I'll play it after you. All right. And this one is from the White Stripes off their debut album. This is uh, One More Cup of Coffee. All right. Let's hear this. Let's move into some Robert Plant action from his album Dreamland from 2002. Here we go. One more cup of coffee. Your breath is sweet, your eyes are like two jewels in the sky. Very mystical. Yeah. back is straight, your hair is smooth on the pillow where you lie. I don't sense Robert Plant's got that Led Zeppelin money, so he can do whatever he wants now. Absolutely. Do whatever he wants. He doesn't care. Uh, next up for you. Oh, right. This is uh, some, a bit of weirdness. This is, uh, there was a version of this with uh, Johnny Winter did that I think he had a little bit of a hit from, from Highway 61 Revisited. Okay. It's the title track of that one. And, but this is from PJ Harvey, who's always good for a good dose of weirdness. Yeah, she's very strange. Yeah. This but, was... Uh, we'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I know it's not up your, not we, in your wheelhouse. You hate that song and the wheelhouse. Yeah, it's just every, you know. It's bizarre, but, you know, different. Yeah, here we go. This is PJ Harvey. different yeah it sounds a little better in the headphones than it did just through the computer speakers this morning is she still making music i'm sure do you ever really stop making music you well, I guess if you're billy joel you do yeah if you're billy joel you <laughs> fucking stick to that don't you um my next guy oh here we go oh boy I could, uh. First, let me give you a little taste of how he sings right now. Uh-oh. If you want to see him now, this is how he sings. How do you bury oh, no. the skull of your country? 
How do you bury a nation of thieves? Oh, meatloaf. Oh, my God. (laughs) I never tire of that, though. Oh, I do. So bad. So in uh, 2003, he had an album called Couldn't Have Said It Better, which I think is one of his best albums, and he covers Dylan's Forever Young. Oh, okay. And then when I listened to it today, though, it it wasn't grabbing me, but the rest of the album's great. But let me hear it again. So many people have done this song. Yes. May God bless and keep you always. Voice is better. May your yeah. wishes all come true. 13 years May between these. May you always do for others. And let others do for you. May you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every rung. May you stay forever young. Not too shabby. A little shabby. Yeah. Not too shabby. A little shabby. Yeah. When when Meatloaf is singing the songs that were are specifically for Meatloaf, that's when he's in his element. Yeah. So he, he gave it a whirl. <laughs> this next one that you have on your list is fantastic. Classic. So good. From Again, George Harrison's uh, amazing first solo album, All Things, All Things Must, must pass. pass. This is one that I... I probably didn't know was. Thought it was song. George, right? Yeah, thought it was his. Well, he doesn't do much, too many covers, you know. No. So yeah, I'm sure most people thought of that, but this is if not for you. Awesome. Mike gave me the finger. That means uh, fade it down. <laughs> uh, okay, we're burning through the list now. We're almost done. Yeah. So I guess we just keep going. Go ahead. Uh, here's a duo. They, uh, they're no longer. Hollow Notes. No, no. Okay. No. What other Simon duo? and Garfunkel. Yes. Oh, really? From, okay. from 1964's Wednesday morning, 3 a.m. This is, which is way past curfew. <laughs> yeah. This is the times they are changing, and this is uh, this is apropos. Yeah, here we go. Come and gather around, people, wherever you roam, and admit that the waters around you have grown, and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone. If your time to you is worth saving. Then you better start swimming or you sink like a stone For the times they are a-changing Pretty straightforward. Yeah, and reading Paul Simon, a book on Paul Simon, it was just how he was, and he was a folky. Yeah. And he went to uh, London and, and played all the folk clubs there. So I'm sure, almost like a hack airline bit. 
yeah. kind of thing that every folk singer had to play this song yeah. or Blown in the Wind. Now, I heard Paul Simon's a mother folker. <laughs> so I just heard. Um, You've been holding on to that one, haven't you? Just Actually, I just thought of it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul was in my right channel and Artie was in my left. I that know. was kind of fun. That was kind of Artie sounds like a, a chick. He's so high. He's so, so high. up high. And, the and probably yeah, maybe high. high. Probably high. Sure. So, uh, yeah, they, again, two words for you, straightforward. <laughs> yeah. All right, your next one. Oh, it's more weirdness. So, uh, Nico of the Velvet Underground Nico, and Nico Nico fame. Case? No. Uh, oh. ne- Nico Wafers? Nope. Nico nope. Nico. All right. The uh, Germanic, uh, tut- or Teutonic, I guess, German model. That hung around with the Andy Warhol and was in Was she the, pretty? She's a model. Is yeah, she pretty? Yeah. Did, did she have like a twiggy look? No. She was tall and blonde and, you know, very German looking. Okay. And sounded very German and was, uh, you know, weird. Yeah. And hung around in the Warhol factory and then Warhol put them in the Velvet Underground for their first album. And uh, she had a solo album called Chelsea Girl, I believe, in 68 and or 67 maybe. And this was on it. I'll keep it with mine. I'll keep it with mine. Yeah. Not mind. Mine. M-I-N-E. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Everybody will help you. Some people are very kind. But if I can save you like that it's a funky right yeah i got a couple songs of hers and uh that's it somehow i've acquired them over the years but i haven't heard the full album i mean if i put her in the ring with pj harvey i want nico to win i think she has a pretty sad story there's a a foreign documentary based on her life Mm -hmm. or based on her later years when she was kind of living in uh, europe and just doing these bad gigs and stuff (sighs) she passed away but uh it's the movie's supposed to be great i want to see it Look uh, it up. Try to find it, people. Yeah, because that's what we need. We need to watch some more depressing stuff. Right <laughs> I know. Some of that I've been burning through, like these old screeners mm-hmm. I've had, and some of them I've just had to put aside. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, Harriet Tubman. Yeah. I know. I, I know. It's rough. But uh, I'm not, I can't, can't handle it. Because I put in one from a couple of years ago, Mudbound. Did you see that one? I did. Oh, rough. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what I was in for. And I mean, great movie, but. Yeah. Uh, Did, uh, I, I had to stop it a couple of times. I'm like, oh, I, um, I can't be locked down watching this. Do you have uh, you have Netflix, right? Yeah. I want to watch Space Force because it just dropped this weekend. I heard it's funny. I, yeah, I love Steve Carell and yeah. I love him if he's doing comedy. So I definitely want to check that out. Sure. Do you watch uh, Killing Eve? No. You'll like it. Good? Yeah, you'll like it. Okay. I think the first two seasons are on Netflix and you can probably watch the the most current season somewhere on is that with Sandra Oh, that one? Yes, but for me, Jodie Comers, who plays Villanelle, she is unbelievable. She's she, <laughs> okay. she's 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 the assassin, and y- I've never seen a performance like this. All right, it's you dig it, I think. So give it a whirl. No, I've heard good things. Uh, okay, this is a band called XTC. Oh, I almost played this. It's not great. 
It's, no, it's weird. I, I know it's really weird. I didn't. I couldn't get into it. And I like XTC. Yeah, I did. I, but this I like is like some of their early stuff. punk weird XTC yeah, from 1978 from the album White Music. I don't like it. It's all around. It's all yeah. along the. Because we all know the Hendrix version. Yes. Right. There must be some kind of here. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Bass heavy, very bass yeah. heavy. It was like it was a, a sound check and they were just fucking around and not even do it. And they just said, Let, let's lay it down. Don't at me, I know people are going to love this. That's all I can take, Mike. Okay, That's a, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I almost brought that too, just for a little something different. Because I, I figured you would have the the Hendrix version, but we all know the Hendrix version. Uh, yeah, it's just again, I tried to uh, I tried to steer away from things that everyone knew. But I brought this next one that I knew you liked. These guys. Yep, this was and on my list. And I'm I, sure it you was. had it, so I removed it. This is the Ramones from now. Is this a whole album of covers? Yes, and uh, when when it first came out, I was like, because I the album that came before this. It was Mondo Bizarro, and I loved it. So when Acid Eaters came out, I thought that it was a new album. And then when I looked at the song list, I'm like, oh, this is all covers. Boo. But it's good. It has some fun stuff on it. Yeah. So. I think CJ sings this one. Yeah, CJ does sing this okay. one. So uh, My Back Pages. My Back Pages. Here we go. They do a version of the Who's Substitute on this, and Pete Townsend plays a guitar on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so Acid Eaters. The Acid Eaters. 93, I believe it is. Uh, let me check. Let me check. 1993, you are correct. Yeah. Um, I've got two more, so I'm going to play them back to back, because you have one more, and you want to have the play out. Yeah. So first we will do, uh, in 1976, Todd Rundgren recorded an album called Faithful. One side was original songs, and the other side were covers uh, like the Beatles' Rain, did he do Rain and Strawberry Fields? But he tried to do them faithfully. So he was trying to almost imitate the artist. Mm -hmm. So he did a Dylan song, which I'm not familiar with, called Most Likely You Go Your Way and I'll, I'll Go, go mine. mine. So this is this is and him. He's doing a Dylan impression, kind he, of. I, I believe a little bit. You tell right. me what you think. Here we go, Todd Rundgren. Putting a little Dylan on it. Yeah, I just yeah, that's can't do it. I've done before. I just can't beg you anymore. I'm just gonna let you pass. I'll go last. Oh, he's totally doing it. Yeah. And time will tell who has failed and who's been left behind. When you go your way, I go mine. I think the 
I, I could be wrong, but I even think like if the original song was like three minutes and 10 seconds, his version is three minutes and 10 seconds. Like he really, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I don't, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why it's necessary, you know, to do a, f- but I mean, that's what he wanted to do. I and mean, that yeah. guy does whatever he wants. So who cares? Um, this next one is a perfect guy to cover Dylan. He would cite Dylan as one of his, um, Bruce heroes. It's Bruce. Okay. That was a good guess. And it's a live song. It's a live version of chimes of freedom. And, uh, I actually love it more than the original, so let's hear a little bit of that. Wait, is that Bruce? (laughs) You think Bruce Springsteen's writing songs this week? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he is. Seeming to be the chimes of freedom crashing If a lashing for the warriors Then eventually the EC band kicks it in mm-hmm. Good version Yeah, I like it Take that down, it's live It's a live version Alright Mike, we uh, We wrap this up uh, Right now, it's uh one hour and twenty nine minutes, and Pretty I always, good. Th- I always think, I always think, you know, I don't mind when the show goes long, like when Schmidt's here and yeah. it's four hours. <laughs> but I mean, if I was going to pick a time, ninety minutes for me is 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 a nice. We get to, we had a lot of songs out there. We can spend the first fifteen yeah. or twenty minutes chatting and having fun, and then uh, and then get into the music. And if people don't like the chatting and having fun, f- why don't you like fun? <laughs> and then we just fast forward to the music parts. But uh, yeah. and then we, sometimes a riot breaks out while you're going. yeah, and then you got a curfew and you got to run. Yeah. So let's do some promoting. Then you can uh, introduce your uh, playout song, and we'll let that play, and then we'll get you on the road. Okay. The good thing is, if you break down, you got a you got a water and you got some apple cake to eat on the way home. <laughs> I know. I got to get some gas too. I really, I got to fill up my tank. All right, gas station is right at uh, right before. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. go there. And, uh, and you got you got um, you got gloves with you. You're gonna touch the pump? No, I have like yeah. You got I, you got everything. You yeah, need. I got things. You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Mike, where can we find you? You got the uh, you got the Travel Tales podcast. Yeah, you, traveltalespodcast.com. I'm still uh, releasing those every other week, mm-hmm. and all Zoom now. I mean, mm-hmm. but um, the good news of Zoom, you can get travelers in one place, yeah. you know, and I don't have to, I don't have to wait till they're in town. Right. And, um, yeah, funny Mike on Twitter. I've been doing a little bit of that now, but every time I go on, it's just, uh, it just depresses me more. So I've been, I don't know. I, I still keep up with it anyway. Do but, you want people? And the dry bar special, you can do dry still, bar comedy special yep. still there. Mike Siegel. Look, watch it guys. You're at home. Yeah. What do you got, what do you, what do you got to lose? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to get out of this place. You mean out of my house? Yeah. This place, this, <laughs> this town, place. this business. Uh, I don't know what's next. You're, you're going to do it Eric Burden style? <laughs> yeah. If it's the last it's thing, the last you, ever thing I ever do, I'm getting and out of here. You haven't missed any episodes with the, uh, with the lockdown. No, no, no. Neither have I. Well, it's a lot easier with yeah, every other week. Yeah. I it, mean, you're right. putting out a lot more. You're putting out two a week. Yep. I, I, feel, I feel like... Um, or more. Yeah. Some weeks I put out more, but it's, it's a Monday and a Thursday right now. And then when we're able to go out and about, it'll be back to just Thursday. But until then... The listeners have been helping me put these bonus episodes together, and it's fun, and it, it gives me something to do. And I and and people email me and tell me that uh, that they need it and that they love that I'm doing it. And so that's no other reason to do it but that. That's great. 
Um, we are at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. You can go to rocksolid.com. Rock Solid, I'm sorry, rocksolidpodcast.com. And there you can find everything, all the episodes, T-shirts, the Patreon page, all that good stuff. And uh, that's it, Mike. Why don't you tell us about this playout song and we will let it fly. Okay. Well, you and I lost a friend last month. You know, our old roommate, John mm-hmm. Bongiorno, who was living upstate near... Um, Upstate New York near Woodstock. And I remember the last time I went and visited him up there was probably about 2010 or something, or maybe even later. But it, was, it, was, it wasn't long after, like, Levon Helm was recovering from a... Um, Levon Helm of the band was recovering from a yeah, throat surgery, I think, cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancer. And, uh, but he would do these things called the Midnight Ramble. And I think I talked about it on the show before, but I didn't know about it until I went up there. And this was like October that year and uh and of course you know staying with john like he told me you gotta he loved music and he really loved the band and he said you gotta go to this thing it's great this midnight ramble it's in levon helm's barn like years ago levon helm had a fire in his barn slash studio and destroyed everything so to raise money they started doing these concerts once a week if he was in town and uh they started at midnight on a saturday night and uh raised money and they built this new beautiful still barn like two levels and yeah. it's kind of open and uh so if he was in town he would do these midnight rambles and you can only get about 200 tickets and of course they went really fast and of course knowing john he knew a guy who knew a guy <laughs> for sure and he couldn't go but he knew the guy who did the catering for it john and, knew everybody yeah and uh he couldn't come with me he's like well you can only one of us can go and i've been there before so you go and uh it was 200 of us packed into this barn. It was cold outside. It was midnight. And he always had a celebrity guest. Uh, uh, Levon Helm had, like, it would be a different guest every week who would do a set beforehand. And then Levon would come on with his band at the end. And this week it was Steve Earle. Wow. And Steve Earle came on and did a whole set. That's pretty great. Yeah. And it was great. And there's just 200 of us in there on both up in the rafters, literally up in the rafters, and then people on the floor looking down. And I was just kind of floating in between. Mm-hmm. And by myself, I didn't know anybody, but I, it was still, it was great. And uh, so John had a heart attack, like, uh, what was it, last month? Just really sudden. And we had saw him last year when yeah. he was out. We, we posted a picture. We yeah. had a fantastic picture of the three of us. And, um, and uh, so this wasn't COVID-related, and he's, he, was, he was actually in, in good shape. Yeah. He, was out, he was out bike riding. Which, so. which he did every, all week, you know. Yeah. That was his favorite thing to do. And it was really, really sad. But now, whenever I hear the band, I always think of them. And whenever I hear... And, you know, the band is, of course, linked with Dylan forever. Yes. Because they were his backup band. And they didn't do it... Their first album had a lot more Dylan songs on it. And then they really went into writing their own. Right. But this is from their... I think it was their fourth or fifth album, Cahoots, in 1971. And Levon singing the uh, lead in this. And, um, yeah, it just makes me think of John, and this is dedicated to him, and this is uh, when I paint my masterpiece. Oh, the hours we had spent inside the Coliseum, dodging lions and wasting time. It sure has been 
Well, I left Rome. 